you decide to market your brand is how you show up in the world. Just Marketing is committed to making a difference through being and building ethical, anti-racist, and equitable businesses. If we haven't met yet, my name is Meg Brunson, my pronouns are she, her, and Just Marketing combines my mission to build a more accessible and inclusive world with my expertise in the digital marketing space. Let's do this. This is episode number 15, and we're talking about social media formatting, a just marketing best practice. When it comes to creating online content, the need to be creative and stand out is pretty obvious. I mean, if you're putting in all this effort to create content, of course, you want it to stand out enough that people are actually going to see it, stop scrolling, and consume it. And it can be tempting to hop on the bandwagon of every new trend online as they're picking up steam with the hopes and dreams of more followers and likes looming in front of you. However, as just marketers who actively seek to be as accessible and inclusive as possible, we play by some different rules than many content creators online. Sometimes we have to pass on those trends. Why? Because too often, they're simply not accessible and warrant sentiments like this from someone who consumes content using a screen reader. This is a quote. It is a bit frustrating and depressing. I don't follow many people, and it's sad to suddenly be shut out of a content or a conversation solely because of a text decoration trend. If you want to appeal to a broader audience, like, say, the 8.1 million people in the United States who have some form of vision impairment and thus utilize assistive technology like screen readers, I encourage you to stay tuned. We're going to dive into the simple ways that we can format our social media copy and content to be more accessible. The first thing I want to talk about is skipping the fancy fonts. So, Don't use any alternative characters from external websites to make your text content appear in different weights, styles, or fonts on social media. Cute, creative, and funky fonts are just that. Cute, creative, and funky. But screen readers can only make sense of text that is written in the normal font. The the normal font that that social media platform creates content in. So the only way that you can make your social media copy accessible to people who use assistive technology is to stick to the default font that appears when you type your content directly into the social media platform of choice. If you are going to an alternative website or taking um, fonts or content from other social media posts, copy and pasting them so that you can alter the way the font looks in the newsfeed, Screen readers are going to read out the type of font prior to each letter of the word that you've typed in that fancy font. So for example, if you change a line in one of your social media posts into Times New Roman using an external fancy font website, a screen reader is going to read Times New Roman prior to reading each letter of the word that you've written in that font. It gets pretty annoying. Can you imagine? Even if you are comfortable and familiar with screen reading technology, you are not going to sit and listen to this content for many reasons. And rightly so. It doesn't make any sense. It's going to take a ton of time and and brain power to try to decipher what the marketer is actually trying to say. 
and it's just going to be plain annoying. So anybody using assistive technology is going to tune out immediately. They're going to keep scrolling and they're going to move on to other content that their screen reader can make sense of, content that they can understand. That is a problem for you and your audience. And the solution is simply to avoid using those funky texts. We want to avoid the text decoration trends that are inaccessible to users of assistive technology. Another thing you want to do is avoid using emoticons. I'm not talking about emojis here. Emoticons or ASCII art in your content. Now, what the heck is ASCII art? I had the same question. This is not a term I had heard of before. So ASCII is spelled with all capital letters. It's an abbreviation, A-S-C-I-I. And it stands for American Standard Code for Information Exchange. We're just going to call it ASCII going forward. <laughs> this ASCII art, which is also referred to as A-N-S-I, ANSI art, text art or word art, is the formatting of pictures or art out of the characters available in that ASCII chart that includes letters, numbers, and other characters in the 256 slots, slots that are available in the 8-bit code. I know that probably sounds very confusing. If you are on the blog or, or in the video, you will be able to see an example of ASCII art in front of you. Now, the most simple form of ASCII art is what many of us used to use to express emotion prior to the emergence of emojis, and those are emoticons. So, for example, a colon in parentheses could depict a smiley face or a sad face, depending upon which direction that parentheses was facing. More complex forms of ASCII art include several lines of text, which draw large symbols or more complex figures and images. Honestly, they are super impressive and can be really fun to look at, but screen readers don't recognize them like they can recognize emojis. Someone who is accessing your content with a screen reader is not going to understand the intended message at all of this type of word art. So instead of using emoticons or ASCII art, Just Marketing Best Practice recommends always using emojis instead because emojis have alt text built into them, allowing them to be interpreted by assistive technology. All that being said, emojis do come with their own set of stipulations and best practices that you should be aware of. If you haven't already listened to episode eight, the Just Marketing Guide to Emojis and Assistive Technology, I would recommend that you hop over to that episode next to continue this discussion. But we're not done here. I also want to make sure that you know that we should avoid using um, tabs, the tab bar, or spaces, the space bar, to manipulate your content on social media. So when you create content in social media, it populates in a single column of text, which you read left to right, top to bottom, right? Some social media users have used the tab key or the space bar to create the appearance of two separate columns or multiple columns in their content. But that's not a good practice to get into for a couple reasons. The first reason is because it's literally impossible to format those columns the same way on mobile and desktop. So if you create a post on mobile, the formatting is not going to translate to desktop users and vice versa. So with this strategy, you're actually creating a different user experience based simply on what type of device your content is being consumed on. That's definitely not equitable. 
Secondly, if any of your followers access your content with assistive technology, they won't understand it because screen readers only read from left to right, one line at a time. So if you format your copy in any other way, it won't make sense and followers are going to skip over your content to something more accessible. Listen, y'all. Assistive technology users deserve equal access in the digital world. We can't avoid the fact that new creative trends are going to continue to emerge online, but we can be mindful and evaluate whether joining that trend will exclude portions of the population. We can be intentional about how we write and format our content on social media and the digital world in general to better accommodate those who access the, the digital world in different ways, like using assistive technology. So before we jump into a new trend, I encourage you to think about how it will impact different types of people, including people who use assistive technology. The more we evaluate each trend through this equity-centered lens, the easier it's going to become. And if you're not sure if a trend is accessible or not, asking in a group like the Just Marketing Alliance is a great thing to do. Since the Just Marketing Alliance is the place where Just Marketers connect to learn and grow together with the goal of not only crushing our marketing goals, but doing so in a way that's inclusive, accessible, and just, you can learn more about joining the Just Marketing Alliance at justmarketingalliance.com. We'd love to see you inside. Okay, y'all. I know this podcast is full of recommendations for ensuring your marketing is just, and trying to remember all the things can be overwhelming. Luckily, you don't have to rely on memory alone. Before you post your next piece of content, be sure to download the Just Marketing Checklist so that you can ensure that everything is as accessible and inclusive as possible. You can download that resource at justmarketingchecklist.com. You may already know, but we've made Just Marketing accessible to you, however you prefer to consume your content. You can subscribe and listen on your favorite podcast player, subscribe on our YouTube channel to watch the videos, or read the transcriptions on the blog and subscribe there as well. I would appreciate honest reviews wherever you are consuming this content. And of course, if you would share this resource with anyone who is or should be on a just marketing journey. Thank you so, so much for being with us again today. I appreciate you and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now.